This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, December 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. White House okays more trade aid. Farm bill signing expected Thursday. And CBC celebrates farm bill victories. The White House okays more trade aid. President Donald Trump yesterday approved roughly $4.8 billion in funds for a second round of payments under the market facilitation program. Farm groups were generally grateful for the help in mitigating the pain from foreign tariffs that erupted amid Trump's trade battles with China, Mexico, Canada, and other countries. The U.S. dairy sector is losing significant sales to traditional customers in China and Mexico, both of which have hit the U.S. ag sector with steep retaliatory tariffs. The tariff mitigation payment for dairy farmers, the second round of payments, is less than we had hoped for, but it will provide some assistance during difficult times. That the word of National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern. The tit-for-tat tariffs that prompted these mitigation payments continue to inflict damage across the farm economy. We urge the administration to resolve tensions with key trading partners, including China and Mexico, as the best way to assist farmers going forward. U.S. soybean farmers will get the largest slice of assistance, but American Soybean Association President Davey Stevens also called for an end to the trade hostilities, especially with China, which is levying 25% tariffs on the oilseed. The sooner the market opens and tariffs are rescinded, the sooner we can start to rebuild the exports we have lost this year, he said. The tally? Of the $12 billion authorized for trade mitigation, roughly $9.6 billion has been allocated for payments under the market facilitation program. USDA also budgeted $1.2 billion for the food purchase and distribution program and $200 million for the ag trade promotion program. Farm bill signing is expected Thursday. The new farm bill will become law later this week, just ahead of a possible shutdown of USDA and other government agencies. House Speaker Paul Ryan is scheduled to sign the bill on Wednesday and then send it off to President Trump. No details have been announced, but the president is expected to sign the bill on Thursday in a small event, probably at the White House. The continuing resolution that is funding USDA, FDA, Interior, and many other departments and agencies is set to expire on Friday. Trump and congressional Democrats remain at loggerheads over his demands for $5 billion in border wall funding. CBC celebrates Farm Bill victories. The new Farm Bill is being billed as an outstanding piece of legislation for poor people and people of color by members of the Congressional Black Caucus. At a call with reporters yesterday, Ohio Democrat Marsha Fudge said the bill contained many provisions black farmers and ranchers would find especially beneficial. In particular, she cited language making it easier on owners of heir property that has been informally passed down through generations without legal documentation. Fudge, a CBC and House Ag Committee member, said most black farmers don't have the wherewithal to do the legal paperwork that it takes to pass down farm property. The problem with USDA is they wanted to see the legal documentation. A lot of black farmers just don't have it. 
Texas Democrat Sheila Jackson Lee told reporters in many cases the rightful heirs to property have been relocated through the country, making it difficult to track them down for necessary USDA processes. On top of that, if a single heir objected to an action, it could cause problems at USDA offices. That standard has been changed to majority approval rather than unanimous, and CBC members hope it will be helpful for minority producers looking to hold on to farmland. We've lost wealth to local governments because we couldn't find all the heirs who had scattered. The CBC also highlighted language in the bill granting scholarship funding to 1980s land-grant institutions and a projected nutrition title as other victories in the farm bill. Isley promotes U.S. sorghum in Spain. Foreign Agriculture Service Administrator Ken Isley stopped in Spain recently to highlight rising U.S. exports of sorghum to the European country. Poor growing conditions and stable demand for feed grains helped push Spain to buy record amounts of U.S. sorghum. Spain, the European Union's main grain importer, has now become the fourth largest destination for U.S. sorghum, with exports soaring to $26.4 million in the first 10 months of 2018, that according to the FAS. Virulent Newcastle hits California commercial flock. Virulent Newcastle disease has now spread to a Southern California commercial chicken flock. This is the first commercial case since 2003. USDA's Animal Plant Health Inspection Service confirmed the presence of the disease in Riverside County on Saturday. The disease has plagued backyard birds in the greater Los Angeles area since May. This contagious and fatal viral disease affects a bird's respiratory, nervous, and digestive system. It is not a food safety concern and very rarely affects humans who handle infected birds. APHIS continues to work with the California Department of Food and Agriculture. California State Veterinarian Dr. Annette Jones mandated euthanasia on all birds in VND-affected areas, even if the flocks had previously tested negative. 54,000 birds have been euthanized as of November 16th. This outbreak is far less severe than what happened in Iowa in 2015 when highly pathogenic H5N2 avian influenza caused losses of $1.2 billion. USDA also recently broadened their Defend the Flock campaign to apply to commercial and backyard poultry and recommended producers take biosecurity measures seriously. Here's a clarification. Just in case there was any confusion from a headline in yesterday's daybreak, sugar beet growers to get new leadership, Luther Marquardt is still the executive vice president of the American Sugar Beet Growers Association. Zach Clark will be joining the group as Director of Government Affairs, and Scott Herndon was promoted to Vice President. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, December 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.